You're listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio. My name's Gabor. And uh, it's our April program in 2019. Today we're going to talk about a song. We're going to take a look at the lyrics. We're going to learn some words. Talk about grammar. Yeah, basically that's it. So let's dive in and let's see. Do you recognize this band from this short clip? Or this one? Or this one? Or, of course, this one. Well, whoever it was, I'm a fan. So I say thank you for the music. The yes, of course, the band is ABBA. And the super famous and uh, successful band from Sweden in the 70s. And they actually came back in 2018. Did you know that? Anyway, this song here today is not one of their most famous or well-known songs, I would say. But it's got a story, it's got vocabulary, it's got grammar. So it's got a lot of useful things you can learn with. If you have the lyrics of the song there, um, I recommend that you read it after the listening exercises. So towards the end of the program, not just now, because otherwise it will be a different kind of exercise. So let's just dive in. Listen to the first part of the song. Listen more like in general terms. Does this uh, sound like someone is remembering something or someone is like asking for something? Does this sound happy or sad or it sounds just uh, neutral? Think about these things. What are your impressions? And as you're listening, where would you picture this person? Where would you imagine this person being? Is that, I don't know, a train station or in a cafe waiting for someone or maybe at home looking out of the window and thinking? Whatever, I don't want to give you more ideas. But where would you imagine this person be singing or saying these things? And listen in more global terms. So listen to the whole thing, the song, not just the words. Okay, you're good to go. Day. 
Right, so wherever you imagine this person to be, well, stick to it for now. And um, as we move on with the song and talking about the song, you're going to find out if your guesses were right or not, or kind of close. So what words did you hear in the first part? There were like words like house and train and station and the morning paper. Did you get these? Letters and lunch. Anyway, so these words refer to everyday things, right? Like, you know, the house and, and papers and desk and work. She's talking about a typical day in the first part, at least. Now, the title of the song is The Day Before You Came. And, uh, well, it refers to someone who came into her life. Or maybe something, some new circumstance. We don't know, but the thing is that things changed, apparently, that day. Otherwise, why would she say? Why would she talk about the point in time and the time before that, if it weren't important? The day before you came, is that a person? And who could that be? Or is that a thing? And what could it be? And in what way did her life change, if at all? Now, how do these words come in order in the song? The desk, editorial, station, rain, lunch, place, house, morning paper, letters, And that's it. Okay, here we go. Listen and decide which is the correct order that these things appear in the song and order the words. I must have left my house at eight because I always do. My train, I'm certain, left the station just when it was two. I must have read the morning paper going into town. Having gotten through the editorial, no doubt I must have frowned. I must have made my desk around a quarter after nine. With letters to be read and heaps of papers waiting to be Okay, the correct order is house, station, morning paper, editorial, desk, letters, lunch, place, and rain. Now, how do these words relate to her? And what do they have to do with this song? Well, she's describing a typical day. She keeps using the same expression, it must have, it must have. We use must have to say things 
that we believe have happened in a certain way. So when you're almost sure that something happened a certain way, because there are signs that indicate that, you always do things the same way. So maybe you don't remember, but it can't have happened a different way. You say, it must have happened that way. So she says, I must have left at eight. It means, because I normally leave at eight, I'm sure that day I also left at eight. Or I must have gone to lunch at, for example, one or two. That means uh, you always do that. So even if you don't remember that particular day, what time you went to have lunch, it's very likely that it was at the same time as always. Must have. Now, it's written in two words, obviously must and have, but in spoken English, they usually come together like must have. I must have. You must have. So what time did you go to have lunch? You say, well, I don't remember, but it must have been between one and two because at two o'clock I had a meeting and I was back by then, right? So you don't know, but because the cafeteria was not open and at two o'clock you were in the meeting room, so it's clear. The same way here, she doesn't remember perhaps every detail about that specific day. But she says, it must have been this or that way, because it's always that way. So how do these words relate to her in the song? House. She left the house at eight. The station. Where the train left the station at a certain time. The morning paper. Well, she read the morning paper on the train. Editorial. She went through the editorial. She read the editorial. The editorial is the part of the newspaper where there are no advertisements. So that are the articles, basically. Desk. She made her desk. She cleaned it, tidied it, organized it. Letters. She read the letters. Lunch. Well, she went to have lunch. The place. It's the usual place, the same cafeteria, or the same bar, or the same restaurant. Rain. Well, the weather. It probably rained that day, too. Why? Because I suppose it rains a lot. So it's not an unusual thing at all. Okay, now before moving on to the next verse, Just looking at these ideas here, so far, what are your guesses? In what direction do you think the song is going to go? Uh, do you think that um, because somebody new or something new came into her life, her life changed and she's going to talk about the change? Are we going to know the person or the thing or not? What is your opinion? What do you think? And let's see what happens. More words to listen out for. Can you hear these words in the song? Blue, business, rule, school, evening, sure. And also listen to the context. What ideas do these words refer to? I must have lit my seventh cigarette at half past two. And at the time I never even Dragging through the business 
Well, okay, the first word was blue. Blue meaning sad. All right, so she was sad at some moment, and um, she didn't realize that. She says, never ever noticed. To notice or to realize are synonyms. Business. The business of the day. Is it business? Mm, not in the commercial sense of the word necessarily in this case. It just means the series of tasks you've got to do during a day, during a workday. By the way, um, she's talking about the past, so she's using past forms, but in a certain way she's using the third form of the verbs because she's using must have done something. So the third form, the past participle form of the verb is needed here. We're going to take a look at especially the irregular ones. Rule. No exception to the rule. That means um, things happening as they are supposed to happen. Just the same routine. School. When she graduated. When she finished school. That's what she's talking about. She's referring to the time since she graduated from school. So all this time, ever since then, up to the present. Evening. The evening paper here, meaning the evening newspaper. And sure. She's saying sure. Undoubtedly. I must have. They're all about the same thing, the same point. So what about your um, predictions after the first verse? Did you think the story would go this way? She would keep on telling parts of a typical day in her life? That's what she did. Um, we still don't know who this person is or what this thing is in her life and what exactly happened afterwards. Are we going to know that from the third verse? Let's check. Must have opened my front door at eight o'clock or so. What time did she open the door? At eight. And stopped along the way to buy some Chinese food to go. Did she cook dinner? No, she didn't. She bought food to go. I'm sure I had my dinner watching some what did she do after dinner? She watched TV. Did she watch a new episode of a film? Yes, she did. Did she go out to dance and party? No, she didn't. Did she read a new book or an old book? She read a new book, the latest book of this author. At least that's what she thinks and that's the way she remembers. That's why she keeps using must have, I must have. So remember, must have done something means it's very likely that it happened that way. And rattling on 
So, questions. What do we know about her lifestyle? Where does she usually read the paper? Well, she's a commuter. She takes the train in the morning, goes to work, and after work in the afternoon or evening, she comes back by train. So that's called a commuter, to commute. She reads the paper on the train, usually. What kind of job does she have? Well, some kind of an office job. Maybe she's a, an administrative person or maybe a manager. But certainly it's office work. How often do you think it rains where she's from? Well, it seems it rains a lot. She makes this reference to, to the rain, too. Do you think this is a true personal story? What do you think? How did she feel the day she remembers? Well, she felt blue, so she was sad. Okay, let's review the third forms, the past participle forms. I must have left, left the house, left my house. To leave, left, left. So the third form is left. Same thing with the uh, train. The train left the station. However, here, she's using the past form, right? The train left the station. Read. To read, must have read the paper. Third form, read. Spelling is the same. Read, the pronunciation is different. Read, read. So the spelling is the same as of the... Uh, Infinitive form, read, to read, but uh, it's pronounced in a different way. Read, read, read. The must have read the paper. Having gotten through, to get through something is to, um, to do something from the beginning to end. And um, here she's using the gotten form of get which is supposed to be more American. In British English, you would probably say got. To get, got, got. I've got through the editorial. She's saying, I've gotten through. Gotten through the editorial. Go, went, gone. So I must have gone, must have gone to lunch. These would be the, the, the irregular forms of verbs in the first verse. Let's see if we have time for the second verse. Light. To light, the, it's an irregular verb. Light, lit, lit. Saying, must have lit the cigarette. Third form, lit. Keep, kept, kept. Keep dragging through when you drag through something. It's really not a pleasant thing. You don't enjoy doing that thing. It's just, um, it's burdensome, it's hard, or boring, tedious. Kept on, it's a phrasal verb, by the way. To keep on is to continue. Must have kept on. Here it's used in the third form. Kept on, past participle. And must have kept on. So I'm pretty sure that I 
kept on doing the same routine business. Hide, hid, here it appears in the past form, hid apart. She hid a part of herself away, past form. This is in the second verse. And um, maybe one more, yes, do, did, done, you know, I've done it. I've done it ever since whatever time. She refers to school, when she graduated from school. So, um, do, did, done, again, the third form of the verb. And yes, and of course, the title itself, the day before you came, it's not the third form, it's the past form of come. Come, came, come. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. And we've looked at the vocabulary, a bit of grammar, and some listening tasks for you. And now you can listen to the whole song from beginning to end and check how much you remember of the things we've talked about. This is Create English with Gabor Legradi on Ripollet Radio. English, create English today. Create in English.
Now that you've listened to the song, you might as well check the lyrics, the complete lyrics, you know, and um, just figure out those small details you might have not understood. So this was The Day Before You Came by ABBA, and we've come to the end. So I hope you've had fun and you've learned or at least reviewed some things. You can go further into the song and um, you can check the lyrics, the complete lyrics and read it. And also read it like, like, you know, somebody telling a story. Almost like prose. It's fun and um, it's a nice way to learn and improve your English. All right, so that was it for today. This was Create English by Gabor Ligradi. Thanks for listening and uh, take care and talk to you next time. Bye now. Get your